Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of his bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. The Rogue Bunny's mission is simple. 100 playmates taking control of their valuable IP while honoring Hef's iconic Playboy style and bringing that experience to our collectors. Like only we know how. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And the, the Mayhem continues. Hey, this is Victoria Fuller, and this is another episode of Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. I'm so excited for our guest today because he is really great. And I've met him recently and been able to get to know him. His name is Loudmouth, and uh, we've been talking in Twitter spaces and whatnot. And I'm so excited that he has agreed to come on the show. He's got so many people that are pulling at him. So he's so gracious to be on our show. Loud, how are you? Say hello. Hello, I'm doing amazing. <laughs> and uh, yes, I've been spending a lot of time with you here lately. So we've been getting to know each other. And let me tell you guys, she's a sucker for a captain hat. So just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just going to say right away, that's what made me feel at home. I don't know if you can see. Well, we're, you know, this isn't going to be visual, but in the back, I have a painting with the boss, which was Hugh Hefner. And he always wore the captain's hat. And I'm like, Victoria. So this loudmouth dude, he's like, he's like sporting the like captain's hat. Is, is he like the new half? What's going on here? I'm back. Uh, yeah, he's back. So that was one of the first things when I started to get to know him. I mean, I've seen him around Twitter spaces. I've been in his spaces in and out. I, I, I've been familiar with his name and, and whatnot. And so, um, you know, we're having this big party at the Verona and in Vegas. And so he's actually done video inside of the Verona and he sent a little thing showing me his post that he and I, I was like, hey, you remind me of Hef with that hat. We should talk. So that kind of got the conversation going. And of course, he'll tell you the hat was not a copy of Hef. It was, uh, it's his board ape and it's become kind of his signature as well. And it looks great on you. Yes. But I tell you what, Hef seems like a really classy dude on the things yeah. that I do know about him. And then what I've heard from the people that were closest to him, I would never take it in defense uh, that I, I've got this hat on like Hef. So I appreciate that. I, I really think it's a compliment. It is. Yeah. We, we all had a lot of, we have a lot of very good memories with the man and Love him, respect him very much. Yeah. So uh, he seems like he was a very top-notch, classy guy. So, uh, But the first person to ever bring it to my attention was uh, my wife. And she said, I'm getting a lot of messages from my friends <laughs> that says, what is he, he trying to be? New he Hugh Hefner or something? And I had never thought about it until then. And it never crossed my mind. You didn't think about it once. Like, it never crossed Not you. once. The most I knew about it was like when they came out with that television show years ago and my wife watched it. Oh, Girls Next Door? Yeah. So until I got into NFTs, no, not even not even a thought process. Wow. Okay. Because it would have been, I mean, it looked like it was. It could be very strategic because a lot of the in real life events, I'm surrounded by a blanchirage or, you know, a lot yep. of beautiful women. And, <laughs> yeah. We got a similar mind. We know what, what works, right? Like. All the guys that see the guy with all the girls wants to be like the guy and all the girls want to be with the guy that's with all the girls. So it grabs everybody's attention, right? So if you're a businessman and you're in marketing, you got to grab them with their attention. Then you got to keep it because talent will get you in the room, but only your character keeps you in the room. And uh, he stayed in the room till his last day. And, and my plan is to stay in the room 
uh, until my last day as well. So got to have character. So just so you know, Brian was Hef's uh, head butler for 21 years. So he has a very intimate uh, connection with Hef and saw that hat a lot. So Well, actually, I, actually, I'm the one that went and purchased the hat. Are you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, and I was trying to tell him the story about how that came about. Yeah. Guy, Guy Dukud and I, uh, we, were, we were commissioned to go find him a hat. We used to go to this one place in Burbank called Baron's Hat. And that's where we got him the fedora and all that. And then he was going to go to Con. And when he was on his way to con, we're like, well, he needs a different kind of hat. He's going to be on this yacht and all this stuff. We're like, hey, wouldn't that be cool if he had like a captain's hat, right? And so they're trying to find a captain's hat. Baron's hats didn't have them. So then a guy went looking around and found in Long Beach, you know, the port of Long Beach. In that area, there's these little shops and there was a little hat shop. So I decided to take a drive. I went down there, boom, and voila, the captain's hat was formed. He loved it. He wore it, and it became his image. It's crazy. Let's go, so that's why that's why I brought it up loud is because when Victoria told me about you, and I loved your persona, I loved seeing your videos, and you just got like this really cool character about yourself. And I went, okay, but I gotta know, is he trying to be the new Hef? Yeah. And so you just explained it. You didn't even you didn't even follow the guy. So I guess it was just no. a natural that you were just uh, you, you know great minds think alike, right? Listen, I've learned more about you, Hefner, in the last couple of weeks than ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. Because of the proximity, right? Well you said your you said your wife watched the girls next door show, right? Yeah, she did. And and here's the thing too, like uh Victoria wasn't the first bunny that ever reached out to me in NFTs as well. So uh his ex wife did Crystal message me too. Yeah. Well I guess it wasn't ex wife or whatever. I don't know what you call that. Widow. Yeah. Widow. Yeah. Widow, yeah. So I had been in contact with her uh on a few things too. So I guess just because the hat and then the, hat. the traits have bunny like uh had a lazy line a pink lazy line with with bunny ears and that she wanted that and then we were talking about maybe doing something similar to what rogue bunnies is doing with and i had no idea what they were doing at that time as well either so uh yeah guys um if you wear a captain hat then playboy bunnies will reach out to you <laughs> <laughs> formula it's a new formula <laughs> you know what you know I, th I think you're right on to something there loud because too the fact that you talk about the blonde garage you wear the captain's hat all the girls around you know there's an opportunity for anyone that maybe wants to bring their own captain hat and be at a party where you definitely gonna have tons of girls right victoria yep yep we're gonna be in vegas and you're gonna be with us right i will Yes, he's going to not only be with us, but he's going to be a big part of the party and he's going to be bringing a lot of the fun. We've been scheming and talking about plans, how to make this party even better than, you know, we know that it's, that it's already going to be. I've got somebody coming as far as from Brazil to the party. So, whoa, he's invited some key guests. Yeah, it's going to be a great guest list. Let's that's for sure. It's going to have influencers and Hollywood people, bunnies. A lot of rich people. Let's just put it that way. There's a lot of rich I'll people. I'll tell you what, that's one good thing about the the way the world is now and with Web3 and NFTs and crypto is the connectivity is like ne never before. So just in the last couple of years or so of, since I've been in NFTs, I've traveled all over the world, been on private islands and private yachts and helicopters. I've never had a door that won't let me in. And mainly because I have a captain hat on, like who doesn't want that guy? In, right? <laughs> because it's fun, right? That, like, and when people see me immediately, they smile and then they say, I love your hat or I love your shirt or like, and a lot of times people are really saying, I love your courage because I could never pull it off because I don't have the courage to wear it. Right. Cause if you just wear it, you would. So hopefully that can inspire people to just 
you know, don't worry about what everybody else is going to think because the majority of the people are going to love you for it when you're your authentic self, right? The way the world is right now, it's connected us all over the place. And being the real you is what gets you in those doors and gets you in those places. And then that gives you the opportunity to really meet some great, amazing people. So, well, And that's what keeps you there, too. Yes. You mentioned earlier you might get a, you might get a shot. Yeah, you might get in, but the only way you're going to stay in is through your is having character, and the, that character is being who you are authentically. Because the people that don't like it, they just keep it moving. They're not going to worry about it, right? So don't worry about them. Uh, like you're not called to them. That's not your enemy. But to find your people, you really just have to be you, and it attracts the other people that are like you. I say that just to inspire everybody to. Don't trade yourself or sell yourself short for something that you're not because it's exhausting. I did it in my earlier years trying to to be accepted or received or to fit in. Man, I wasn't called to fit in. I was called to stand out. And I would have never thought at my age that I finally come alive and, and find find myself and my people, right? And that's one thing that really I'll always be in debt to crypto and NFTs for that because it really helped me find my people. Yeah, that's Because awesome. otherwise, you know, you're just a weirdo. You're the weirdo in the town that nobody understands crypto and thinks you're an aluminum hat wearing guy. You know, so, or they, that crazy guy wears the captain hat. Or you know, <laughs> Because I've always been wild, right? Like, I mean, I used to wear a bunch of gold when I was a teenager, 16, 17. I just like it, you know? Uh, I came from really poor upbringings and nothing. So when you got something after not having anything, it really gives you a place of gratefulness uh, to stay in and being thankful. And so I never want to forget where I came from, but I sure don't want to go back <laughs> and stay there. I want to pull people out of there because there's a there's a strong desire in my heart to see people really live at their potential. And I think it's possible. That's freaking awesome. Lau. Well, you know what? I want to talk a lot more about that, especially about being authentic. And Victoria, I know you want to talk more about the big event we got coming on. But we do have to take a quick break. So let's take a quick break. Come right back. We are Road Bunnies Mayhem, and we are with the one and only Loudmouth. We'll be right back. Mayhem continues. This is Jennifer Pershing, Miss March 2009 and Series 1 Road Bunny with exciting news. Have you ever wondered what the parties were like at the mansion? Well, we have the next best thing. You can now purchase tickets to our Rogue Mansion 2.0 party at the Verona Sky Villa at the Westgate Las Vegas on September 14th. You'll mix and mingle with 15 gorgeous rogue bunnies and enjoy food, drinks, and music in an epic setting. Visit mansion.roguebunnies.com to secure a pass before it's too late. See you in Vegas. Welcome to the metaverse. <laughs> and we are back. We are Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. And we are here having a blast with freaking loud mouth. Or we're just going to call you loud because, dude, you are loud. I'm digging on your first. <laughs> hey, all I know is the mayhem continues. <laughs> oh, it is always continuing. It's continuing in Vegas. We're going to be talking about that. But I got to say, look, you know what's so fun is when we do the the in-betweens while we're taking the break, you know, and, the, and, and, and then we start throwing off some the, the little fun side stories. You just shared a picture where you were actually wearing, it looked like Hef's red smoking jacket. Yep. Now, I understand your wife wasn't too happy about you taking this picture. No, because she gets a she gets plenty of messages from her friends and family already, so she didn't want to, uh, you know, to put the nail in the coffin with that one because it is very close. Uh, <laughs> no, that was uh, that was actually that awesome, man. A buddy of mine's shop in San Francisco, and uh, we showed up there to look at some jackets, and I seen that, and I was like, I got to put this on. And you know, if it wasn't, I think five hundred ninety nine dollars, I probably would have bought it. But wow, um, 
<laughs> it was that was pretty expensive uh, for me to wear it, you know, one or two times. But. Well, I can tell you, uh, Hef's personal uh, smoking jackets were a lot more than that. <laughs> I guarantee, it, guarantee. It. Well, I heard that I heard one of them went at an auction a, a lot higher than that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. The auction. Well, actually, speaking of the auction. You know, we, we got the couch. Yep. We have the big tiger couch. Wow. So I, I'm not sure if we're bringing that to Vegas. So it hasn't been decided yet. But if we do, man, we got to get a picture of you on it. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't allow just anyone to sit on that couch. They have to be special to us, family. And you, I can tell you, you're already family. Uh, well, uh, and I was told on the break that you actually are the guy at the beginning of the, the show that they had with the bobblehead, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had my little bobblehead with the girls at our show. I had to show you my bobblehead. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. So you're you're holding up right now this awesome bobblehead where you're wearing like a white robe and your captain's hat. And sunglasses. So this uh, this originated from my first trip to Vegas once I got into Web3 because I walked around. I started walking around the casino in just the bathrobe from the the room right? <laughs> <laughs> i had my captain hat on my chain and my bathrobe and then that's what inspired that so uh, that's yeah. awesome <laughs> you know what you talked about um web3 being such a great space because you because it kind of puts everybody on the equal playing field and you're able to access people that and get people in a room that normally would never get in a room together because of titles and whatnot being a barrier right yeah what's interesting about that is that was one of the things that was really key about the mansion is when you go to these parties at the mansion, Hep always created an environment where it didn't matter who you were, whether you were the big celebrity or just a nobody, like everybody, once they got into the party, we all just were right. Like just part of the party. And so that was, that's one of the things why we wanted to carry on this IRL events and have these mansion 2.0 is to carry on that idea, that theme of, you know, creating a space where everybody's equal and can have a good time without all the big titles. That's one of my three core values that I live my life by. The, it's the first one, actually. It's um, find lonely people and make sure that they don't stay that way. Number two is help enough other people get what they want. and You never have to worry about what you want. And then the third one is you do your best to leave everything and every person better than you found it. And I think that if you live by those three core values, you can never fail. Hallelujah. Right. It's almost impossible. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty dope. So the first, when you said that, that's the first thing it reminded me of is the find lonely people and don't leave them that way, uh, no matter what, because you never know what people are going through in their head. Yeah, you can you can see some things on the outwardly expressions, but a lot of times, sometimes people can look like they're in the best place in the world, but yet they're in some of the darkest, deepest places, and you might just be that voice that pulls them back from the edge. But don't ever try to be the voice, you know, be careful of being the voice that might push them the last little nudge right. uh, off the edge, right? You never know what someone's struggling through. Never. Yeah, yeah. And so if you lose your cool on the wrong one on the wrong day, it could be very, very, very detrimental to some people. I think that people are the real value in everything. So buildings get torn down, cars go to the scrapyard and stuff goes to the dump, but people's the, what's forever, right? No, loud, loud. I'm glad that you went there, um, you know, because another thing that Victoria and I have talked off before this show, I'm like, you know, tell me more about loud. Like, you know, I know, you know, he's got this really cool character, this persona, you know, I understand, you know, he's in the, uh, the whole metaverse, you know, the, the, the NFT world, which I've been getting schooled and I'm learning about, you know, and I go, she goes, you know, what you're going to really dig about loud is like, he's genuine, he's down to earth. And I'm telling you, man, there's a spiritual side to this cat. But I think you two are going to connect. And I'm just hearing this stuff right now, dude. And I'm loving that. Yeah, I love, listen, 
I love Jesus with everything in my heart. And so I think that's probably what you're referring to. Oh, absolutely, that man. That is beautiful, man. <laughs> no, but, but I think it's because of that, it comes through to be able to be there for other people. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of people in the the Web3 space that they've only experienced like nasty religion. And so when I say that, I don't want anything triggered in people. I want to let you know, like, he was really clear on uh, who we're supposed to control and that's self-control. And I think that a lot of religious people try to control other people and what they do and judge them in that sense. I think that we're supposed to really control ourselves and then you can inspire somebody to want what they see inside of you. And I never have to tell anybody what to do or what not to do. We have this innate ability inside of us to want to rise to the occasion, right? So if you just become the occasion, they will want to rise to it. And you never have to tell people, oh, you should stop doing this. You should not do this. You should. How do you even know? You're, you don't live their life. You live your life. So maybe you should stop that. Right. And then you should just live that and stop trying to control somebody else. Because I believe Jesus came to abolish religion and bring right relationship. And then religious people killed him for it. So. Uh, so I'm not religious. I have a relationship with uh, with him because he made it possible. That's such a great way to put it. That's such a unscary way to put it because people are triggered by religion and whatnot, and it's it it, makes it should be. It's like, dangerous. Trapped, you know what I mean? Like, ugh. yeah. And that's the one beautiful thing about uh, Web three cryptocurrency NFTs is we are a big old pile of misfits, right? I love that. That's right. Yeah. And we're, we're figuring out how to build a culture that can honor each other and love each other with a lot of people overcoming a lot of pain and hurt and rejection throughout their life because they never did fit in. And that's what helped change my life because I never fit in where I was from because of where I was going. I never fit in where I was going because of where I came from. And then I had to realize I wasn't called to fit in. I was actually called to stand out. And when I embraced that, it changed my life. And instead of all that momentum that was coming against me, instead of me trying to fight it, I just turned around and said, follow me. And I use it as momentum. And uh, here we are, right? Yep. You know, you touched on something that I I wanted to expound on is, is that you recognize that, you know, if you're given a gift and you have a way of like actually becoming successful, you want to take that success and be able to help others. I mean, you just talked about your your your, your three less sponsor, right? And and it really comes down to like you know, getting stripping yourself of yourself and then looking out for others. But there was a part in there where you said, you know, people don't realize what others are going through. Like I've been in some of the richest homes throughout Beverly Hills, yep, throughout Bel Air, and I'm going to tell you, some of the most loneliest people are the most richest people in the world. You know, you put on the personas with the with the big houses, the big cars, the next cool blank watch or the clothing. And I'm not saying every person is is miserable, but there are a lot of people hiding behind those things. Yeah. Even in the in the in the metaverse, I, I worry about like people that are maybe hiding behind a character or a screen name or someone. And they're just trying to hopefully maybe someone's going to reach out and say, hey, man, I, I kind of have some deep issues. I need some help. And I, I, that sounds like what you're doing, man. Yeah. You're building that community. And I, and I respect you for that. Thanks. Well, Loud, from the perspective of today, now that you have all the success and you're very well known in this industry, if you could go back before, what advice would you give yourself? Man, that's really good uh, because <laughs> there's not much that I would change because it actually made me who I was. But the advice, I'd say the number one advice is to find out who you are so that they can't convince you what you're not, right? That was probably the biggest struggle is trying to figure out who I was and where I was supposed to fit in and what I was supposed to be doing because everybody around you tries to tell you what to do and what they think is best. 
And so I always try to use it in this with, and no disrespect, but I'm not going to go to the homeless guy and ask him to help me with my finances because of the fruit in his life. Right. I don't, there's nothing in his life I desire. And a lot of people, what man was just talking about is there's a lot of things. There's a lot of people that are chasing and trying to go, go after this facade that these people are showing, but they're not really the real. That's why people say, Oh, never meet your heroes because they're people too. And so everybody, when they lay their head on the pillow at night, they're trying to figure it out as well. Like, and I think that exposing our weaknesses and our vulnerabilities, that actually is what draws us together as a community and, and a, a people, right? Like, mm-hmm. otherwise you're just a jerk that knows it all that nobody wants to really be about, right? Like, so by you, if you're always perfect and doing everything right, like that, tra- that actually drives a wedge between us as people. I mean, look at the agendas in the world today. It's like, I'm right. No, you're right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. And it's like, I don't think it's really about being right. It's about having right relationship with each other and picking value and relationship with each other over being right. Like, you know, and if you're married, you would, you understand that completely, right? Like it's not about being right. It's about the right relationship, choosing each other over that to be loved. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be the best advice I could give them is show your vulnerabilities and find out who you are so that you can help other people become who they are. I love that. Don't be persuaded. You know, when I met, when I first, I I mean, I've seen him and I've met him, but when I reached out to him and I told Jen, who does all our social media, I said, oh, he's at the Verona and I want to, I'm going to talk to him and, you know, like I'm going to invite him to the party or whatever. And she's like, yeah, good luck or whatever. He looks like, you know, a real crazy guy and whatever. And I was like, (laughs) I just reached out and I said, you remind me of Hef. I love your hat. And I just left it at that. And and he wrote back and I um, had no expectations of anything. But um, once we started talking, I was like, oh, he's a really nice guy. I really like him. And um, I liked his values. And I liked the things that you talked about. And um, I see where you have your persona as but also you have this person that you are, uh, that came out and I was so delighted. Because like half not trying to compare you, but you know, people have this idea of who he was and what he was about. But when you met him, you realize it's not it was not at all the persona didn't match so much, you know, your expectations of what his personality would be like his in person. So I was really delighted when I met you, how great you are and how sweet you are. And uh, I don't want to break your persona too much, but like, you know, super nice guy. And, um, you know, I could see why people flock to you and want to be around you because you're super generous with not only your knowledge, but your, uh, your kindness and um, your inclusiveness to bring people together. So that's what I. Are you trying to make me cry on your show? You trying to make me cry on your show? I know, but I just like <laughs> I like you so much, and I told everybody, I go, I know he looks like he's a crazy man, but honestly, he's nice guy. You know that I kind of am, uh, but it's it's very strategic and by design. Like if I'm a fisherman or men, they're fishing lures, right? Because you have to notice who I am before you ever want to hear what I got to say. And most yeah. of the time, when people do get to know me. That's one of the first things that they say, like, man, I, I totally judge you in a different way or I had a different perspective or I'm sorry. So they already have an open, receptive heart to listen to anything past that because they, they've they already preconceived in their idea, like their own conviction. Like, golly, I, I judged you so wrong. I, I thought you were this and this and this. And like, yes. I didn't do that by design. I just was being me. And then actually looking, yourself, yeah. looking back, I've started to find out and learn how the things work. Just like how I got every would get people in the parties. There'd be lines out the door 
red carpets and they couldn't get in. But then somehow I just got favor with all these bouncers and door people to let people in. They're like, okay, yeah, he says him, him, him. And then after looking back over, you know, several months and years, well, I didn't just try to get past those guys like everybody else did. I didn't just well, like And I looked at them as a person and I'd talk around the corner with them. The videographers and the picture takers, everybody's like, take a picture of me, me, me. And they don't ever see them as a person. And I would right. shoot videos of them and then like show them my phone. Like, I see you, bro. You're super talented. And then guess who they started turning the camera on and who they sent the footage to first and who got in the doors and who got other people in the doors. So then that gave me tremendous favor with all these influencers and celebrities that couldn't get in the door. So I'm getting people in the door that are celebrities and they're like, who the heck is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a dad, you know, like I was not planning on being in New York, throwing a big banger, you know, two years in a row, the last couple of years, I was thinking, this is very surreal. I even have to, had to ask myself in the very beginning a lot, like, am I supposed to be here? Am I allowed to be here? Like, what is, what's going on? I, I was doing this when I was like 20, yeah, 20 something. Well, one of the, th well, one of the things you're getting really known for is that you know how to throw a party, which was one of the reasons why I totally reached out to you because we certainly know how to throw a party, but um, you're so deeply tied into the crypto community, Web3 community. Yeah. So when I approached you, I was like, I really want someone who also is like minded, knows how to throw a good party, you know, potentially making a, a, a nice alignment for the future, the throwing party. So what did you think when you heard about the mansion party? Like you were surprised that uh, someone else had a similar idea to what you were doing. Oh, I, I was super pumped. And I was thinking that we got to do this together. We got to start traveling the whole United States because I, yep. I just started my first official party for a company. I just started called Prodigal X. It starts in December at our Basel. Hopefully we, we like the way this party goes and how we work together. I think so far it's going good. And then we can just smash all those together because I have 12 parties that's going to come out across the country and all the major different cities and states that are coupled with uh, cryptocurrency events and blockchain technology and Bitcoin and stuff. And so uh, through that, we're going to do lavish, crazy, wild parties that uh, right. are woo, double woo, what woo. anybody else did at least. So it's like the Playboy Mansion on the road. And here, here's what I found out. In Web 2, the real deals are done in the golf course, right? Because you get to know people. And uh, you're not just there shilling and trying to do a business deal in an office and pencil push. You're actually getting to see people through interaction, how they they react and and anticipate things. You're getting to know them because I don't care what you're building or what you're doing. If I like you and I'm for you, let's go. I'll help you with everything as long as you know as long as it's not illegal and and trying to rug pull or anything. But but yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing. So the name of the game is not to find everybody to do business with everybody. The name of the game is to find the ones that love you and do business with them forever. So in Web3, what I found out was the party is the golf course where the real deals are done. So in Web2, it's the golf course. In Web3, it's the parties coupled with the conference. So I thought, well, I'm going to start a traveling golf course. And people don't really get that yet, but that's what I mean. It's the office of the future. Yeah. And this, is, this technology is literally going to be applied to everything in life. If you tell me what you do in Web2, I can tell you how I can apply blockchain technology to make it better and make it more efficient and to give you more time so you can actually spend it with what matters the most, right? Friends and family. Well, what better way to do that while doing that? Like, hey, I'm going to work. That's what do you right. do? Throw parties? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, let's go.
when I first started talking about like, uh, you know, the direction that we're going in with these in real life events and, you know, there's all these serious, we're given to charity, we're how, you know, whatever. And they're like, what are rogue bunnies doing? We're like, we're about to party. Like we're going to show people like a party. And at first I felt a little superficial because that's not really all that it is, right? It's not really just about the party. It is a, it's a connector. It's bringing people together to do like what, just what you said, to do other things, to communicate, connect in person, engage with each other without just being a shill fest. So parties are important and it is important nowadays to actually have some fun. We've, we've had some bad times. The world needs a break. Certainly bringing people together, I think is the name of the game. So I agree with you completely. I think that it is while we're here on earth is to party yeah. and have a good time. And I can back that up. It's good. It sells at its finest. It makes the world go around and it brings everybody together in connectivity so that everybody can build their wildest dreams so they can do everything that they want to do. Because a lot of people forget really, really easy and that they, they take things way too serious and they're uptight about things and they're upset and they get full of anxiety and depression. And like, yep. how can you ever celebrate if you're not even surviving, right? Like it's yeah. hard, to, hard to breathe. Every time I get on an airplane, they'd say, put your oxygen mask on first before assisting others. Yeah. So if you can't breathe, it's really hard to help other choking people while you're choking. But if you have your mask on and you can breathe, you can put everybody's mask on. So Good point. take care of yourself and get to a place where you can actually breathe and you're in a healthy place. But when you do that, don't forget about everybody. Put the masks on for them. Help them out because now you got two, three, four, six people putting masks on, and everything's back to normal and fine. Like right, so that's right. Just a few pivots away from living in a world of utopia. And I want to, I want to let people know about the party. We are the party. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, we are the party, but I want people to know how they can join us in like the this ultimate mega party at the Westgate, and you can go to mansion.rogue bunnies.com mansion.roguebunnies.com and that's the link to get your pass and you're going to be there and your crew is going to be there you have a bunch of people that you've invited that are amazing people i got a professional football player that's that's coming i got tony bravado from house of sex is coming i've got uh ramil is the is coming and i've got mind your biz from youtube he's coming I've got Miggy Crypto. He's a big gamer and influencer uh, from YouTube and, and Web3 is coming. Uh, I've got some locals there in Vegas. I got X from Idols coming uh, from Brazil. Yeah, that's just a few. Just to name a few. Damn. Yes. I might have a Web3 rapper coming. But there's not going to be enough hours in the night to enjoy everybody. So this no, is, but, the night no, is going to go by super quick. It's going to be like, boom, it's going to be done. So yeah, it's a pretty exclusive party with limited numbers. So yep. you're going to have to hurry up. If you think like I think I process things, I can't remember the, what she just said, where to find my tickets. So what I would do is I'd go follow her on Instagram or on Twitter. And then her links are in all of her posts. So you just got to click it. You don't have to remember anything. So, Victoria, remind everyone where they can go to, if they want to get involved or, or not get involved, go enjoy the freaking party. I mean, like, how do you get your tickets? Well, you can go to roguebunnies.com. Of course, everything is at roguebunnies.com. But the direct website is mansion.roguebunnies.com. All the information is there. You'll be able to see the venue and what we have in store and all the information, the times, the date, everything is there. Mansion.roguebunnies.com. I used to spell rogue. R-O-G-U-E. Yes, it's R-O-G-U-E. This is a problem. 
Some people can't spell rogue. A lot of people do rouge. <laughs> rouge, rouge bunnies. No, it's not rouge bunnies. <laughs> well, you can you can just go. You can go follow you on Instagram or Twitter, and you got all those links in there. All the links in there. We have a link tree, roguebunnies.com and the rogue bunnies on Twitter and the rogue bunnies on Instagram. And loud, how's everybody else follow you? My name that's on the screen, that's my Instagram right there. And so it's you, underscore loudmouth.eth. Yep, that's me on Instagram. It, that's short for Ethereum, ETH. Yeah, yeah. If you go to Twitter, just type in loudmouth.eth and it'll pull me up. And my profile pic is this Ford Ape Yacht Club. Ford Ape. So you got the right one if that. That guy pops up. Is that your favorite NFT? Absolutely. And how long have you had your board ape? That that specific one? I know you have more than one. I've had it for I don't know, about a year and a half or so. Okay. And I mean I've got him on everything. Clothes, jackets, hats, step and repeats, charms. <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna get a, a big Ethereum piece made, maybe, or uh, one of my mutants. Probably Ethereum piece. Or rogue bunnies, one of those. Well, you have to do that. <laughs> we'll see. Then I would really be look, look. If I go any deeper and closer to half, we're gonna have to do something. <laughs> where I can just say, okay, yeah, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yes. Allowed. You've been a blast, dude. We definitely want to have you back, and we're gonna be actually recording more shows in Vegas. Yeah, we're gonna do a live one, right? Yep. Yeah, he's gonna be at the Breathe conference. He's speaking, so he will be there, and so we'll, we're we're gonna catch you again on the podcast. Well, hey, Lab, thank you so much. Again, I want to remind everyone, just go to mansion.roguebunnies, that's R-O-G-U-E, bunnies.com. Mansion.roguebunnies.com. Go find out all the information. Big party. And I'm telling you, there's not going to be enough tickets for everyone. Do not wait. I'm telling you, the list is already getting blown out. And there's only so much room that we can fit everyone in. And you don't want to go, oh, man, I should have done it. So don't hold back. Don't be like what everyone does in LA. Wait until the last week because there will not be tickets left. We're only selling 100 tickets. Only yeah, 100 tickets will be for sale and then that's it. So That's it. That's it. So do loud. Thanks again, man. I can't wait to uh, hang out with you in Vegas. And, uh, you know, thanks to everyone for listening. And the, the Mayhem, Mayhem continues. continues. Hey, Mayhem Familia. Don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's rbmayhem, mayhem spelled M-A-Y-H-E-M, show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem continues.